0: Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Mike Chen. Give me a follow on Twitter at MikeFChen. Follow well, the show site over there as well at Big BigTenMM. It is Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020, and yesterday, a, a day where we knew things were going to happen at the University of Michigan, but we didn't know exactly what. Well, we found out yesterday that at least one domino has started to fall, and that is Jim Harbaugh, still around, just hanging out, but he has made an adjustment to his staff, and that is letting Don Brown go. Now, Brown, in the past, and just recently, up to the last few years, has literally been one of the best defensive coordinators in the country, and I'm not sure what happened the last few years, but I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that this year it was bad <clears throat> excuse me there was a lot of young players and he just couldn't develop them last year uh, when you had a, a defense that was ranked very highly and then they just go out and get their asses kicked by Ohio State again it, it it's just it weighs heavy on you and the momentum and all of the work that they've done just kind of goes out the window when you work all year and then you get to that final game and then you just get run over, you get woodshitted. There's something not working. And I think that Jim Harbaugh is seeing that his tenure needs to make a change. And this happens, it happens a lot. Uh, look at when Ohio State did it, you know, Urban Meyer. Uh, after the uh, the shutout loss to Clemson, he switched up his staff. New offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. Uh, same thing happened at multiple schools every year. And so it's unfortunate for Don Brown, but if Michigan wants to move forward and become a better football team, they need to potentially try something else. You know, if you're trying to put uh, a square piece into a round peg, it's just not going to work. And I don't know, you know, Don Brown is an older coach, but it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Football's football. If you understand it, if you've kind of changed with the times and you're able to adjust, then it's no big deal. But unfortunately for Brown... You know he just couldn't make those adjustments. You know he had a a difficult time adjusting to this high-powered spread offenses, and it showed. You know he had a, a lot of success <clears throat> against you know a pro-style type of offense. Uh, you know something that you'll know, say a, a Wisconsin would run, and the majority of Big Ten teams have now gone to a spread offense, and you know getting out to the boundary and stretching defenses. You know, Nick Saban said it best earlier this year. He said defenses don't win you championships anymore. And and he's right. They don't. It's an offense. And, you know, I'm not quite sure, uh, you know, if, if Josh Gattis knows what he's, you know, what he's capable of. But I think he's got a little bit longer leash than Brown obviously did. And unfortunate for Michigan because, you know, you just signed your 2021 early recruiting class and a lot of these players expected to have Brown be leading the charge on the defense, and now they don't know who they're playing for. They don't know the scheme. They don't know the fit. Uh, unfortunate for these young men, and, and there's, uh, there was some internet chatter that some of them were complaining about it, but that's, uh, you know, that that's, I hate to say it, but that's, that's, that's part of the modern football world. There's lots of changes, you know, coaches jump ship all the time. And that's what happened here. And, you know, this is obviously not Brown taking another job. This is Brown being like, go, but you know, that change happens. You, you commit to a program and a head coach and that head coach is still there. And you have to trust that head coach is going to do what's in your best interest. And if some of these recruits don't, you know, it's it's unfortunate. It really is. Uh, the AP yesterday released their all-conference team uh, along with Players of the Year. And uh, offensively, no surprise here, Player of the Year went to Justin Fields. Defensive Player of the Year, Iowa defensive tackle Davion Nixon. No surprise there. Coach of the Year, Tom Allen. They got it right. They got those big three right. Uh, Freshman of the Year went to Northwestern's Safety, Brandon Joseph. And uh, you know, that one makes sense too. I, I agree with that one. I actually agree with all of their selections for players of the year and coach of the year. So yeah, uh, AP did a good job. So on to the rest of because each one of those players uh made the first team. Uh at wide receiver, you got Ty Fry Fogle, Indiana. You have David Bell from Purdue, Elric Jackson, the offensive tackle from Iowa, made the offensive line along with Thayer Munford, Wyatt Davis from Ohio State, Kendrick Green, the guard from Illinois, and Tyler Lindenbaum of Iowa at tight end. That was Jake Ferguson from Wisconsin. And then at running back, no surprise here, Muhammad Ibrahim and Tyler Goodson, Uh, Nebraska's kicker Connor Culp, was... There on the first team as well, and then all purpose, uh, pretty much as you know, all purpose/slash returner Aaron Cruikshank out of Rutgers. On D, obviously, you had Nixon on there along with his teammate Chauncey Golston, uh, Shakatone, and from Penn State, and uh, Iowa, I'm sorry, Indiana defensive tackle Jerome Johnson made it for the defensive line. Uh, Patty Fisher, no surprise there. Uh, Indiana's Micah McFadden and Ole Fatukasi from Rutgers. Uh, those were the three linebackers. And on top of that, you had obviously uh, you, you've got Joseph on the safety side with Indiana's Jamar Johnson. And then for corners, you had Grant Newsom, who two days ago opted for the NFL on Monday, and Sean Wade whose father continues to, you know, go after people online. Uh, The the latest one, I'm not sure if any of you saw this, and I'll let you know. Um, So former Ohio State quarterback Cardell Jones was, uh, you know, they they really ragged on, uh, didn't necessarily call out Sean Wade, but he pretty much said, he's like, "I, I don't understand how Ohio State's number one corner gets burned all the time. Well, guess what? Uh, Sean Wade was the defensive back of the year in the Big Ten. He's made multiple All-American lists. And there's going to be another one that he's going to get on that I'll tell you in just a moment. But hey, you know what? Uh, I, I'm not quite sure, uh, you know, where he's coming at. So Randy Wade, uh, Sean Wade's father, goes at him. And rightfully so. I think that uh, that's, uh, you know, that comment and that criticism is unwarranted because, Look Wayne went, Wade went from a slot corner to the outside, and, and it's different. You know there's a lot more responsibility being on the outside. You're putting on an island most of the time out there. And when you're a slot, typically you have safety help. And he had to learn how to play on the outside. And I think he's skilled enough, but you know, only one year, and really only six games. So he had a lot to do. But uh, you know, I don't. I'm not quite sure that Cardell Jones uh, w- was warranted about that. And uh, the slight was that uh, Randy Wade said, "Oh, are you still in the NFL? Or are you still on the team?" And uh, you know, he <laughs> he gave he gave him some business there. So it was pretty funny over there. But uh, back to the AP All Conference, the final player on there was Iowa's punter, Tory Taylor. Uh, AP also released their freshman All American team. Couple of Northwestern Wildcats made it. Uh, obviously, Joseph is going to make it. When you're freshman of the year, you make the all-conference team. Yeah, you're probably going to be on the freshman all-American team as well. And then offensive lineman Peter Skaronsky. Uh like I said, uh, when the Wildcats lost Newsom the other day, uh, that he is probably the the first true three and out player now uh, they they're saying you know that Rashaan Slater is in there as well but uh, Slater was an opt out he wasn't you know he he actually didn't end up you know a little bit different circumstance although you could probably you know technically you can probably put Slater in that but I'll tell you another guy that's going to be that and that's Peter Skoransky. he also made the all american list and like i said on Tuesday, yesterday, he is going to be a first round draft pick. He is going to be leaving early for the NFL. He's that damn good. You don't be a left tackle for a Big Ten West champion and not be a good player. He's a damn good one with a very, very bright future. I saw him as a sophomore in high school uh, at Maine South. And he stood out like a sore thumb. The biggest kid out there, the most agile kid out there. And, and, and he was massive already. You looked at him and you said, who is that? D1 body as a sophomore in high school. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad for the, uh, the teams that had to deal with him. Uh, ESPN released their All-American team. Uh, and they had a couple of players on there as well from the Big Ten. You had Wyatt Davis, Davion Nixon, and the aforementioned Sean Waite. So, uh, yeah, I, I think Cardell Jones was a little bit off with his comments about Sean Waite. Uh, Michigan State running back Andre Welch has entered the transfer portal. Now the former walk-on really didn't play too much, so that's not a big-time loss for the Spartans and Mel Tucker. Some really good news out of Rutgers, though. They're getting their star-wide receiver back in Bo Melton. Uh, Remember, this year doesn't count. If you're a junior, you come back as a junior. If you're a sophomore, you come back as a sophomore. If you're a senior, you got another go at it, if you want it. Now, multiple seniors went through their senior day this year and are opting not to come back, which is fine. That's your choice. But Bo Melton, he will be back. So uh, that's, uh, that's a huge, huge boon. For Rutgers and Greg Schiano, because Melton is a game changer out there. He really is. Uh, Mike Hankwitz and former Indiana defensive coordinator Kane Womack uh, made the Broyles finalist list. The five, uh, it is a consumed of five of the best assistant non-head coaches in the country, and uh, you know it's unfortunate for Indiana to see Womack on there. Uh, last week, I believe it was, is when uh, he he went back home to South Alabama, took their head coaching job. And Womack was really the instigator of the Indiana defense this past year. And I thought that they, they made leaps and bounds. They really, really did a fantastic job. You know, aside from that Ohio State game, but, uh, you know, it's it's tough to keep the Buckeyes down, which is exactly what the other guy in the Big Ten did, and that's Mike Hankwitz from Northwestern. Northwestern really, this year, was the only team in my estimation that really held that Buckeye offense down. They they made them one-dimensional, and unfortunately for Northwestern, they weren't able to stop the run, but they didn't allow the Buckeyes to pass. Their their defensive backs, which included, obviously, uh, Grant Newsom. And uh, and Brandon Joseph, it, it, to me, they did probably the best job you're going to see all year in the big Ten when you look back at things. Uh, over the course of their season, aside from that Michigan State game, you know, they, they really did everything that you could ask for a defense in order to win a football game. They really did, and you know, going forward, if, if Pat Fitzgerald could just get a little bit more offense, get a little bit more high-powered offense, then you know that's, that's something that I think would really help them out, but unfortunately, uh, there are some not-so-great things for Northwestern that are going on. Uh, they're seeing a bunch of names pop up in the transfer portal, uh, including wide receivers Malik Washington and Kyrick McGowan. Defensive end Iku Liota, defensive back Jeremiah McDonald, linebacker Gunnar Maldonado, and the biggest name on there, Isaiah Bowser, the running back. And Bowser was a guy that that saw a big time freshman year two years ago. Uh, last year, injuries really you know put a hamper onto his his season. Uh, really wasn't able to. At any point in time, be really healthy and then this year he, uh, you know he he saw his carries diminish like big time, and uh, I understand what Bowser's doing uh, you know he was lightly recruited, he's an Ohio prospect, so uh it'd be interesting to see if you know m- maybe he goes back and back to his home state or maybe he transfers to another big time program that needs a running back. We'll see, but I think Bowser is a solid running back. I don't think he's spectacular. You know he's not too shifty. He's a north south type of guy. He's uh, he's good, but not great. And uh, it is a loss for Northwestern. But you know, when when you think about it, um, you know they need more. They need more talent. They need they just flat up need more talent. Ohio State's Josh Myers. Uh, he was on the Remington Award final list. That one goes out to the best center in the country. So. Ohio State's got a pretty decent history of winning that award. Uh, let's take a look at what happened on the basketball court last night. Uh, not too much going on, to be honest with you. Uh, the Big Ten's been a little bit slow, but Purdue and Indiana uh, had a solid game. For I'm sorry, Purdue and Iowa. I'm sorry, uh, Purdue and Iowa. Uh, Luca Garza and uh, the the Hawkeyes. They Rebounded from that loss against Gonzaga. Uh, Garza dropped 22 in the win, 70 55. And then the other Big Ten contest was Wisconsin uh, beating Nebraska. Uh, They opened their Big Ten play with a solid 67 53 win. Uh, Brad Davidson had 15 points in a career high, seven assists. And then Maryland, uh, they played LaSalle. Uh, It's weird to see. big 10 games being played this early, typically right around Christmas is when the big 10, you know, interconference starts. Uh, So usually it's still out of conference games and it's just weird to see some big 10 games already going on, but you know, that is kind of what it is this year. Uh, 2020 has been just a weird year for everyone in general. Uh, Maryland take down LaSalle 84 to 71. Uh, Eric Ayala scored 23 points and, uh, Aaron Wiggins said 15, and they, you know, that that's a game where Maryland really didn't have uh, too much going on, uh, you know, not too many fights from Lasalle uh, today. Uh, pretty cool thing that's going on. The Big Ten has staggered all of their games, all of the conference games, It starts off with 3:30 with a top 25 matchup in number 11 Rutgers. Visiting Ohio State in Columbus. They are 23rd overall in the country. Rutgers is uh, still undefeated. There's a a damn good basketball team in Piscataway. At 530, uh, you've got the Fighting Illini taking on Penn State in State College. And then the Nightcap, 730. Northwestern taking on Indiana. That's a pretty solid game there. Uh, That one should be good. I think they're all pretty good games on the slate today. Obviously highlighted with the early game, the Rutgers and Ohio State game, the top twenty-five matchup. But uh, even even the late game, Northwestern's four and one, Indiana's five and two. They're both solid teams, so it uh, should be a good day of basketball. Uh, and then they're taking off for tomorrow, which is New uh, I'm sorry, New Year's. I keep getting that mixed up like all the time. Tomorrow is. Uh, Christmas Eve and uh, I'm gonna take a break I'm gonna take off for the next couple of days so I won't be with you I'll be back on Monday I'm gonna take a couple of days off like you should and everyone else should enjoy the holidays with your family I appreciate everything that uh, all the listeners that you guys have done and uh, I really really uh, I want to thank you for you know hanging Sorry, around I'm... and uh, that was my watch uh, hanging around and uh, you know listening and you know just Yes. supporting this podcast so uh, that'll do it for me this morning on your big 10 morning minutes once again i appreciate everything uh give me a follow on twitter at mike f chen follow the show site over there as well at big 10 i'm us, and share us on all of your listening platforms have a great holiday weekend big 10 fans i'll be back with you on monday morning